Hello, and welcome back to the Access Outdoors podcast. I'm Cody Burgess. Braden Anderson. And we're just uh, here to talk about some fun stuff today. We're going to talk about all sorts of things, cover a lot of bases, and we'll just see how it goes and where it goes. But we just would also, like we always do, thank everybody for listening and tuning in. Hopefully you guys are enjoying it. We've been getting some awesome feedback so that's that's encouraging and makes us feel like we're not just sitting here talking to each other with yeah. a phone recording. Well, <laughs> we wouldn't mind that either. Yeah, I mean, we do it either way. I, I guess we should throw out there. We can start that. Um, part of the episode is based off listener questions. So yeah. yeah. If you have questions that you'd like us like us to go over, we definitely we definitely can. Yeah. We, like we said before, we we're not professionals, but no, nope. <laughs> we I'm, like to talk about everything. So. Yeah. No, and that's that's a huge point. I think is. People should know that we are not – We, I definitely don't think I'm Mr. Big Billy Badass Hunter. Um, I, I just – I love hunting. I've done it for a, a while, and I love trying new things. And I think that's, that's just – I think a lot of people just get stuck in a rut. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's good to hear other, other ways. Heck yeah. You know? Heck yeah. So with that being said – what do you want to get into first? <laughs> That's up to you. You're the one coming with a pocket full of Oh, ideas. a pocket full of sunshine <laughs> on a rainy day. <clears throat> yeah. There, we, a lot of things we could talk about, but where do you want to go first? Um, well, I just want to... I, actually, I want to get into the whole permission thing. This tripped my mind. I don't know why, but for some reason I thought of when I was... Maybe it was because of the, some memories that popped up of hunting in North Dakota in the past years for waterfall. Yep. What has your experiences been like getting asking permission and obtaining permission, and what is, what's it been like for you? Because I it's not been great over here. <laughs> yeah, um, it's uh, there's around here actually really well because Don't where tell I them where well I mean <laughs> not that I, we care. I I'm. I have connections with the farmers That's around here, true. so that makes my life a yep. little easier to get, you know, permission on, to hunt geese and ducks, but um, I can tell a quick story. One year, a couple years ago, I had permission on pretty much, I didn't get denied once. I had permission on everything. Really? Yeah, in the whole county, pretty much. How and, does that feel? <laughs> it, it felt good. Oh my God. Up, up until when I started hunting. It was that super wet year, so was it 2019 oh, yeah. or 20, whatever. The year that there was cover crops everywhere. So mm-hmm. we would hunt one field, they would be loaded, and then the next morning when we were set up, they would fly to the field a couple miles away. So it That was, can be a problem with too much water. Oh, my God. It was a slap in the face. Mm-hmm. I, so that's when my waterfall career started to decline because I just got sick of trying to trick the stupid birds. Yeah. But other than that, you know, I hate asking permission for things. Oh, my God. How do you do it? I don't even know. Just, I just go up there. I'm like, hey, we've seen some geese in your field. Oh, you really? Oh, yeah. You just, just roll it. Especially, well, if I know the person, I'm, I just usually like, hey, are you right. Alfred? Uh, yeah. you know, How are we doing You today? own this field over here? And like, yep, yep. I'm like, well, can I hunt it for geese? Or if I have their phone number, it's a lot easier just to call True. them. They're like, yeah, sure, go for it. I don't really care. They're geese. Right. Um. But like you said, North Dakota, well, when I hunted North Dakota, I was always scared of that too, where we usually hunt public lands or, you know, you can hunt private land that's not posted, but that's always a... You should tell them about that. People should probably know that now it's changed. Yeah, now it's changed where they can post it online through an app. 
so you have to check the app because they don't have to have the post. Do you know app. what app that is? I don't. Mm. I think it's. I think it's crazy. I think it's going to get a few people into some trouble. Well, but DNR's got to make money too. Yeah, we <laughs> we we've hunted fields where they weren't posted, and the farmer was posting them as we were leaving. Like, oh dang! So he's putting out like five gallon pails with bucket. That's a no trespassing. Um, wow. But most of the time, when we talk to the farmer, they say, ah, deer season's coming in two weeks, so we just posted yeah. for that. Which makes sense. I mean, I understand that. Yeah. I think uh, it was one time we found a loaded field, and it was it was early goose, North Dakota. It was me, my buddy Colton, Tanner Baxley, and we were out there. Colton Minnick, by the way. And we were out there, and we found this field. It's just crap stack, dude. And... We're like, all right, cool. We're going to go, you know, find this guy and ask permission because yep. we were hunting a pretty populated area. And actually, I think that day we put on like 700 miles. Yep. We were scouting, just giving her. I think we stopped and gassed up and everything. And we just covered like a good portion of the state, just beating gravel roads, Oof. checking ponds, you know, just looking for birds. But anyways, we get to, we find the farmer and we walk up and his son is like, yeah, he's in the shop. And, He's working on some tractor or something. And, hey, sir, how you doing? Well, you know, we're just wondering. Another group of hunters coming he, to ask Yeah, permission. and he looked at us. Are you guys from out of state? Yeah. Where? Oh, over Minnesota. Yeah, I thought you guys were a bunch of square heads. <laughs> I just was like, I don't know if I should laugh or be offended. I, I didn't know what to I say. I don't know what that means. I don't either. <laughs> I still don't. <laughs> Oh, and another time as we ran into a guy and he said, I, sh- I kid you not. He's like, you know, looking for these geese, you got to find a cut cornfield. They really, or a cut wheat field. They really like that this time of year. Thanks they, don't like going in the, they, they don't like going in the corn and beans. No <laughs> way, dude. Are you kidding me? I was like, really? Well, now we know something. Do you have any connections? Yeah. Yeah, he didn't, but yeah, it was, it's just, I've had a lot of weird encounters. I haven't been lucky, you know, around where I grew up, there's a lot of pressure. Yeah. There's a lot of guys that hunt and yeah. it's, you know, a lot of it gets leased up and a lot of farmers hunt. So it's, it gets tough. And I think people need to know that when it comes to waterfall hunting, that don't be discouraged because you're probably oh, not man. the first and the last person that, that they're going to yeah. turn down. But the, the good thing is, so we've had a couple hunts, uh, several now, I guess another reason i probably get pushed out of waterfall hunting is we'd show up to the field or we'd be the first ones there and then there'd be groups come after us and most of the time it works out fine or we hunt together or whatever like i'd rather hunt together than fight each other for the same birds um but it's still it's a terrible feeling like you get all set up and there's four trucks that pull up big money yeah oh yeah i don't know wait that's happened a couple times so once like the thing I like is once you get turned down, you at least know, okay, he gave permission to someone else. You're not going to have 14 people in right. one field. Um, but you know, what's funny about that is that's one thing that, you know, when I was a kid, like we, like I said, we never really got the X fields or anything. We always hunted like an alfalfa field, yeah. you know, where there was geese in the area and stuff like that. And that really drove me to goose call. Mm. Cause I was like one, we're never going to have like that perfect spot where they're just, you, you don't even have, you don't even need decoys. Yeah. You know, a lot. Of, 
And I called religiously for about four years. I mold gear, bad grammar, you name it. I watched every video, YouTube, <laughs> you name I'm serious. I'd, you know, I'd watch all these videos and I would call and I'd drive an hour to work sometimes and it'd just be nonstop calling. Just shredding on the just, call. And that's probably why my hearing's so bad. Yeah. Honestly, because just in my car, just, blah, 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 you know, and I just, I learned that. I was like, you know what? If I can't be where they are, I should be, able, I need to be able to call them in. Yeah. You know, and I, I pride myself in that is I put in that much time and it's, and I don't really goose hunt much anymore, but no. every time I go out, I even tell you this, yeah. we're good for one goose. Yeah. We're yeah. good for one. Yeah. <laughs> but I, and I've never, you know, we talk waterfall hunting, but I've never, I don't think I've ever asked permission to hunt like a woods or anything for deer. I have, I have once and I got it. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. I know yep. about that one. Yep. Heck yeah. Um, I got <laughs> Richard's Richard's land. Yeah, I got turkey hunting permission though, and then I shot a gobbler off the land, so I felt pretty good about that. That's but. always. I mean, I feel like that's something we should try to do. It's more a gateway. Yeah. Get your foot in the door with turkeys. Mm-hmm. No one likes turkeys. Um, Somebody probably does. If, I, if I'd ask them, they love. Oh yeah, of course. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I'm telling good you, just Lord. bring your wife and your kid, and no one's gonna yeah. turn you down. Or just have we a need a to turkey do it. for Thanksgiving, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for Easter. Or yeah, for Easter. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, well, last year when we were in North Dakota, which is kind of sad, it's the first year I skipped North Dakota in, I don't know, five, six years, six, wow. seven, yeah, something like that. Um, but, you know, like I said before, it's tough to keep a crew that, it usually just ends up being three of us. And, right. And it's, I don't know, it's a lot of work. But um, this one guy last year, my brother and um, his buddy went and got permission from a landowner and he literally gave permission for everything he owns which was just thousands of acres really of like these swampy wetlands and there was deer there was pheasants there was everything in there the where only, is this at now <laughs> yeah he said the only thing was his son had invited a crew out from minneapolis or something that were coming saturday and i think we were there on thursday so okay. we did end up running into that crew but at, by that time everything was frozen over and we were right. sick of it so yeah um, north dakota can be a real bear yeah oh some days, Dude. you know, some years it's hot and some years it's frozen. You really got to be careful. Like, I've gone out there with some really good crews and I've gone out there where I've left early. Yeah, we which, left early last year. Which actually brings me to the biggest buck I ever missed. Oh, yeah. Swear to God. Really? With a gun. Oh. Worst North Dakota trip of my life, you know. And I was with I was with some buddies, which is funny to say that. Yeah. You know, we just had a couple of these, a couple guys that just didn't enjoy it and they didn't want to hunt in water and do anything oh, that yeah. you would normally yeah. do to shoot birds right so whatever and i was like screw it i my alternator went out on my pickup <laughs> yeah. so my pickup sat in egypt in north dakota <laughs> so that was cool spent and it was stupid i got charged ridiculous. i think i spent like four or five hundred bucks to get my alternator fixed i had no tools i was a dumb kid yeah you know i was like oh i don't need to bring tools why would i do that you know Nothing could happen, right? <laughs> so whatever that happens, then we just, everything just went to heck on us. And I said, screw it. It's gun opener. And we were going to stay through the weekend and I think leave like Monday or Tuesday yeah. or something. And I was like, screw it. I'm out and see you guys. You know, <laughs> I left. I was like. By you yourself? Know, yeah. Oh, really? Well, yeah. Because there, there was, there was five of us five or six or six of us it was six i think why it was just yeah, telling me the was, story the, the five of them rode back together because they wanted to stay they're like oh let's stay let's go to the bar and do this and that and i'm like yeah. screw that dude i'm going back i'm gonna catch my tag and 
you know, I'm going to go shoot a deer or try, yeah. you know, I'm going to do something else because this isn't just, and that's kind of the, that was my really my tipping point to get into gun or to get into bow hunting so much. Really? Cause like I realized I'd gotten so far away from my roots, roots, I should say that of like what I came from. And I was like, dude, I've never been just a dedicated one, 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 one hit, one, yeah, just one, species. I just, I'm going to hunt one species. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. I was really struggling. Yeah. And I was getting to that point. And I'm like, dude, this isn't me. Like I just found myself chasing the pile, chasing, like not being stoked to shoot eight beautiful mallards, just mm-hmm. beautiful drakes. And just cause the guys that I was surrounding myself with at the time were like, Oh, there's no, there's not a pile. I'm like, you know, if I was 12 years old, this would have been just electric. Right. We would have been over the moon. Yeah. So that kind of started, I started, I had to kind of reflect a little bit there and realize like, dude, what are you doing? Like you're missing out all these memories you could be making with your family and other friends and, mm-hmm. you know, all these things I used to do, which is funny. Cause then, like I said, I left, get back, go to my in-laws and whatever it runnings tonight for hardly any slugs left i'm like i just need two boxes of 12 <laughs> yeah. gauge slugs you know yeah. i pulled my long range choke tube out i've had a modified <laughs> yeah. with me oh with the old bird gun too oh yeah dude there's nothing to it well my ass did not realize i needed rifle slugs <laughs> yeah i hadn't taken deer hunting that serious in like a couple of years to realize that sabot slugs through <laughs> just any old gun ain't gonna do well no <laughs> i not kidding i jumped this buck and i still to this day i it's funny i told my wrestling coach i'm like i think he was borderline 180s and he's like i ain't never seen he's a killer yeah that dude kills some bucks i'd love to have him on yeah. sometime i really would <laughs> well if he listens yeah um, mike hit us up come on dude <laughs> he's probably got one shot right now he's probably going out tomorrow morning or yeah. something who knows um yeah, I jumped this buck. He is borderline mid 180s, or borderline 180s, I should say. He was, he was huge. I never, still to this day, out of all the deer I've shot, smoke small. Really? It's always that one, right? Yeah. It's always the one you didn't get. Away. I got the same story. And I dumped my gun. Slugs were hitting high, <laughs> low, left, right, just everywhere. I was like, does this deer have a force field? Because, like I told you, I can hit a running deer. Yeah. I'm confident in that. Like, I, I can lead a deer and roll them. I'm pretty good at that. Um, and yeah, he got away, watched him run the fence line right by another hunter, dumps his gun. Still goes? Still goes. No way. Funny, there's a guy that you know that, well, we both know. Okay. He, well, he, I told you from the get-go, he's one of the guys I've wanted on here. Yep. And we'll hopefully get him on sometime. Mm-hmm. He shot that buck. Oh, really? Yeah. What his score? I don't know. We'll probably I just, bring it in because he probably got him rounded. Yeah. Well, and I just found, I found that out like two years ago when that guy tracked on my father-in-law's land. Mm-hmm. You know, he had that deer. Yeah. He he's the one who showed me the pictures. I'm like, are you? I'm like, that's that deer. Oh no! I'm like, when did he shoot this? Oh, like two years ago. I'm like, no way. Oh. But yeah, so it was pretty cool. But so were you walking out to your stand? No, nah, dude, I didn't just, even have a stand. Just walking around. Said, There's all these ridges, so I'm like, I'm just gonna sneak around you know, and see <laughs> what's going on. That's a bit well, interesting. my stupid self didn't think. Oh, the wind's to my back. Yeah. Certainly, they're not. Good. I didn't <laughs> think of anything because all of a sudden I just crest over this ridge to peek down. I hear. Woof. And Whoa. I just seen him, and I was like, no way. Dang. I mean, I don't call that one the Buck Ravine for nothing. No, I guess not. So but I had another one on the wall, but. Yeah. 
Once been as good of a story, so. No. <laughs> no. I, yeah. But anyways, so that was kind of, I don't know how we got there. I totally <laughs> I, I was going to bring us back just for a few minutes. Oh, do you have a specific way that you try to get permission? Um, yeah. Obviously, I was, honest. I always try to be like, hello, you know, my name's Cody. Introduce myself, try to, you know, shoot the breeze a little bit. Obviously, they know what you're there for. Yeah. You know, I'm not there to sell Girl Scout cookies or nothing <laughs> yeah. like that, or you Try. know, popcorn Give for Cub Scouts. Yeah, or and that's funny because one the field we got in Morrow one time, we the dude told us no, yep. and we talked to him for a bit, and he's finally was like, you know what? Yeah, you guys can hunt. You're <laughs> all right. Have a beer. Oh, it, was, it was really cool. It was funny. So we ended up, you know, shooting a five man limit early season on there, and we we actually brought him a case, two mm-hmm. cases of beer, I think. The next yeah. day, and it was it was cool. But yeah, I always try to introduce myself, and I don't know. I just always have a good sense of knowing where other people hunt. I feel like because mm. I hardly ever get permission. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, I thank God know. for public land because if we didn't have public land, dude, I wouldn't have that much to hunt. We'd be duck hunting again in the water. Yeah, well, well, I don't even know. I mean, yeah, the lake maybe. Yeah, gosh, take a fishing, I guess. <laughs> that's yeah, that's what it'd come down to. Oh shoot! So yeah. That's kind of that's how I do it, but I'm I honestly if you just use your wife and your kid you'll be just fine I'm pretty sure but yeah I'd start I'd using it for deer I'd try it for deer I think so I you know bums me out I should I'd love to try to get some local stuff especially if we stay in a management zone yeah you know but we need to figure out I got some questions we're gonna talk about after this so we gotta get to the bottom of because there's some things that. You want There's to some things we need to talk you about. You want to talk about right now? No, no. Oh, like in, a, in the future? <laughs> like or? 40 minutes from now. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> Can we roll into the next list yeah. of questions? Absolutely. Okay. Well, um, closing, that's a big topic, especially mm-hmm. this time of the year. Because, like, well, tomorrow it's going to be 55 and rainy. Yep. And then this weekend it's going to be... Is it supposed f- to be that warm? Or oh, for a high, yeah. Yeah, 55 okay. for a high and rainy. And then Sunday it's going to be like 40 for a high and a low of like 28 or something like that. So <laughs> Big money. Yeah. Get out Sunday. Yeah. but Halloween. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the money day. Um, but really, I just, you know, not everybody knows, but anyone that sees the pictures, I took the deep dive into, I'm going to call it technical hunting apparel or, you know, layering right. systems because that's where... Mm-hmm. That's yeah, where I, was gonna, I was actually going to ask you that. Are we talking... We're going to get into gear. Yeah. Like, we're talking warm weather, hot weather, gear. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about camo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking gear. We're talking gear right gear now. Gear first. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'll try not to smash them all together. But Let her rip. anyways, so I, ma- I took the plunge two years ago to, I actually went to Kuyu gear. Oh, okay. Fancy. they came out with a new Velo or valo or something that camel pattern it looked kind of mm-hmm. cool so i was like oh i'll take the dive right. into this you know i don't even know what i spent probably too much thousand dollars yeah. or something that's yeah um which isn't that much because i didn't have that i literally had like a, a base layer by my skin a mid-layer sweatshirt a light jacket base layer zip off long johns and pants so that was five pieces thousand bucks so Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and it, it was okay, but they're like a mountain, you know, they're made for right. hunting elk and sheep and everything else. Not so, sitting. Not, yeah, and the, and it's like, it's loud. Oh, um, really? Well, it wasn't, the jacket wasn't that quiet. Oh, 
that shit bo- that stuff bothers me. Yeah. Yeah. So after two months of owning it, I sold it all. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the I think it was, I think it was I, actually three years ago is when I got started because I bought a Badlands, um, their Pyre system, which is their late season jacket and bib. And then I used my Kuyu stuff all, all the way up until, you know, mid-October. And then I would go to the warmer stuff when right. I needed it. Um, and then, I yeah, I sold all the Kuyu and went full-on Badlands. And well, not that I'm, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a gear guy. I'm, I stick to one gear brand now, but, right. um, and I do like matching camels, so we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, uh, that's a pet peeve of Brady's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not, not really. It's just, I don't know. But, so the thing okay. with, the, yeah, the thing with the gear, it's not, it's not just about being that camel pattern. I, my stuff's waterproof. It's windproof. Right. Yes. It's pretty silent. It's functional, so it has pockets in the right places. You know, I have a great range of motion in it. Um, and I have, now I'm probably at like $2,300 worth. But, Jesus, But they have, they have killer sales. So if you want to go Badlands, well, wait till Black Friday. And the warranties. And warranties. So they have a lifetime warranty and everything, which is unheard of. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you rip it, tear it, burn it, whatever. As long as you have something of it. Yeah. And it wasn't intentional. <laughs> um, cool. Right. Well, technically, it could be. I think it cost you 12 bucks to ship it back to them. And then they, uh, um, then I think it cost you $12. So you ship it to them, and then you have to send, you have to pay $12 for them to ship it back. So it's pretty reasonable, especially if you could send a bunch of stuff in. But I've heard some really good things. Um, I've never had to use it. I think I will this off season and we'll report back, I guess, because I do have some, I ripped my pair, one of my pair's pants on a okay. barbed wire. Um, anyways, I, you know, that's why I made the switch because I had a bunch of cheap coats that were water resistant, never waterproof. They were never windproof or they were so bulky that you'd draw back and it was just, and that was before I even hunted mobile like I do now. Right. And I couldn't even imagine trying it now with having having the stuff I used to have. Um, it ain't easy. No. And <laughs> and one of the big things I'd say, whether you want to go full out and get everything, you know, high end, I would say base layers are king because, like, I'll wear, like, a base layer and a mid-layer sweatshirt in with my right. um, pants, and then I pretty much put everything else on at the stand. But that base layer is wicking the moisture away, you know, it dries fast. Right. It keeps your scent down, especially if you use, like, merino wool. Um, I need to get that. Kind of geek into all that, too. But um, the one takeaway that I took away from when I started taking the plunge into it is cotton base layers are the worst thing. Like, most people are just wearing a cotton T-shirt, and that is the worst thing to wear. Oh, really? Yeah, because it, it doesn't breathe. Like, it traps all your sweat to it. Mm, that's so, definitely what I do. Yeah, so definitely that's, that's kind of it, – it would be a good test. I mean, because you can buy base layers. They don't have to be Badlands or Sitka or First Light. I mean, you can buy decent base layers right off Amazon. Just look at what they're made out of. Right. Um, but they said, like, all those cotton um, – the cotton base layers will trap – the moisture trap the heat in and then you're just gonna sit there and sweat and then you have a cold you know then you get cold and yeah oh god and that's you know i think it's the same way with socks too mm-hmm. and I, heck dude when it is freezing cold like we're talking what we're gonna about to run into here soon yep 
I will. I'm not kidding you. I will go out in a long sleeve t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Be like to get to my stand. Yep. Like that's. I'll take everything off because I haven't invested like like that. Right. You know yet. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's an investment. People are like, you know, oh, it must be nice. Like, you know, I wish I had a. Oh, you gotta like invest. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, and I was kind of surprised talking with you and then talking with Wyatt when we were hunting this past weekend that he hasn't taken the plunge yet either. Yeah. And I'm just kind of surprised because I feel like it's a, you know, you spend all this money on your gear, like your, your stand and your mm-hmm. bow and everything, but I like to be comfortable at a tree. Right. So I, I, yeah, I, that's where I'm going. And that's, I would say it's, I don't regret it for a second. Right. I maybe went a little overboard with some of the stuff I got, but the good oh, thing I mean, the good thing with Badlands is I've actually been buying a lot of stuff used oh, because yeah. it has a lifetime warranty. It's yeah. no questions asked, no receipt needed. Um, I, I think First Light and Sitka run like a two-year warranty on manufacturer defects and stuff like that, mm. but um, I know they're great brands too. Oh, yeah. Know? So, yeah. If, I mean, I'm not, like I said, I'm not just badlands because i just started with badlands and i ended with you know right i didn't want to like i said i don't really i like my camels to match so i wasn't going to switch something else <laughs> yeah he does but that's funny you i well i guess this was the other point that i wanted to make is you know i hear from people and i hear i see it on forums and i don't want to too many people laugh but say it dude well you know so people are like oh i've killed big bucks smoking out of my tree stand i've killed big bucks in blue jeans and a t-shirt and and or i've killed two and a half year olds i'm like okay that's the point right there like i've killed a lot of two and a half year olds too Mm -hmm. i don't have much more to show for it but i'm not chasing two and a half year olds anymore like you can shoot a two and a half year old probably any time of the from now yep. through mid-November, you mm-hmm. you can run into them because they're just they're dumb. They're not that yeah. smart. No, um, but I it goes back to the same thing of being comfortable and and yeah, you can wear blue jeans in September, maybe mid-October. Right. But what are you wearing in November, December? You're wearing your Carhartt bibs, which work, right? But the same thing about being sweaty going in mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not smoking out of a tree stand. No, I, yeah. I'm kind of a... Yeah, and there's a lot of, like you said, there's a lot on, you know, Facebook and stuff where, you know, I think people need to try to not get wrapped up in the drama of it and mm-hmm. do do it, do hunt and dress how you want to, yep. you know, because at the end of the day, that dude commenting or, hell, even me to you, yep. you're not the one sitting mm-hmm. when I'm there. You know what I mean? Like. Right. It's, it's, we're both hunting our own hunt at the end of the day. Yeah. And that's just how it is. Yeah. The, uh, um, only thing I was going to say about like, you know, people bashing about, you know, I've killed all these bucks and, and, and that's great. Like I said, and I, I just shouldn't even bash two and a half year olds because I've killed a half dozen of them and I, I enjoy it. But yeah, there's nothing wrong. Once, you know, if someone's smoking cigarettes and, and wearing blue jeans and a plaid shirt that's mm-hmm. fine and and if they want to say that they kill big bucks well i want to see that you know i want to see you kill four and a half yeah. year olds continue not just one i want to see right. it happen several times and then i'm like okay i do you know right. there is some truth to that but not just even you you, know, you might get lucky in one dumb deer too yeah you know? oh god but, i mean i've been lucky three times <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> i mean that's just how it is but yeah i think see i'm i'm 
I'm I'm literally the opposite of right. That. Get, get into polar it. Polar opposite. I, know. I have, like I said, I have yet to invest. And don't let I don't want people to think I'm not going to. That's yep. like like that's just hasn't been on my priority list. I haven't budgeted for it because mm-hmm. it's hard for me, you know, to go in there right now when I haven't saved the money for it. And that's what it comes down to, to buy that X amount of dollars, you know, in yep. gear. And I'm like, well, whatever I'm doing right now works. I'm pretty, you know, I think I'm pretty tough. Yep. You know, and that's what it, I, and to, like I told you, it's gotten, it's for me, when I start to get cold, it's a mental game. I was going to say, it's, it's a, mental. it's a mental race from the second I start to feel that cold. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, okay, here we go. It's on. Like you're, you're back. What's up, buddy? Yeah. Like how long are we doing it today, friend? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what it is. So yeah. And I've, I actually, I, I, I got some of that Huntworth now, and I do like the jacket. I kind of, I dig the pattern, and I'm not a big camel pattern guy. Yeah. I'll wear it literally. You've seen it. I go out there in like a tan zip-up sweatshirt thing that looks very natural. You spray-painted one. I spray-painted a shirt. Yeah. yeah, I did, and it looks badass, Yeah, and it blends in. It really does. <laughs> it's funny. Um, so I, that's kind of the routes I've gone. I think, you know, early season for me is – I. Yeah. I'd rather people would call me crazy. I'd rather hunt when it's ninety degrees out. You're nuts, dude. I hate bugs. I hate being cold. True. <laughs> Gotta get better. I mean, cold is pain. Yeah. Hot, being hot and sweaty, that's just uncomfortable. Yeah, true. You know. What about bug bites? Nobody's. You, you remember episode yeah. one or two? Yeah, you, were, you, you had up. bug bites yeah. that were still like a week. I've earlier. actually had worse too. Yeah, I, I believe. Mean, it. I mean, that's just the way it is, and so. Yeah, as far as camel patterns, I don't think, I don't think people, you know, everybody's like, yeah, well, Fred Bear said, my grand, you know, they used to hunt red plaid. Yep. Yeah, well, they did. Cool. Yep. You know, now and we, it can be done. It can absolutely be done. You know, I'm not saying that's the only way to do it. No. And I think people get confused that. Yeah, you don't need the camel patterns that, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it's just we, sit still. We, yeah, we, <laughs> you know? we could transition more into the, the right. camel patterns part. But the gear-wise, yeah, I am a hodgepodge. I am a great yeah. I literally, when it gets cold, I put on the old cattail striker bibs, yeah. and those puppies stay warm. Yeah. They do. You know, I spent 100 bucks at them on, on them at Game Fair. Yeah. I think I've had them for I, five years now, honestly. I think that's what it was, five years. Which is crazy. I, I think you shouldn't it. say I hate it, but no, I know. I just, what you mean. Yeah, it just don't look right. I I gave uh, <laughs> I gave Kyle some crap when we were in South Dakota because he had a Sitka hat, he had a Badland sweatshirt, and he had a First Light pant on. And I said, "What? You look like a camel garbage can, or something. you know? <laughs> you're just a trash can of all different camels." <laughs> But it, which, it's kind of cool, too, because you're trying yeah. all of them out and you got to figure out which one you like best. Yeah. So, yeah, as far as as, as far as the gear-wise, I – like I said, I just started getting into that Huntworth because it's reasonable. Yeah. It's cheap. I My biggest thing is windproof. Yeah. Because it's always windy. Yeah. It always seems to And if the wind cuts through, you're Yeah. Done. The wind gets to you. That's what I've learned is you're done. That's it. Game over. But – I will say that, like I said earlier, I go out and I, I don't dress up to walk out. I dress up when I get out. Yep, you know? same. So that's just, that's that. I've, I've learned to adapt to how, to my gear, you know, and how I've, how I hunt. So 
that's just, that's just the way it is for me. So it's, you know, it's funny that we're polar opposites in that sense that, you know, and, and I, I do want to get more serious into that side of things because, you know, right now, which is what I've done the last, how many years I've spent, I don't even want to know the money I've spent scouting and, you know, doing all that. And you've done the same too. So it's like, gosh, you know, but with having a kid and all that stuff and getting married and, you know, it's hard for a guy to budget some stuff like that. Yeah. But it's coming. You know, or you just I, go also, one, I also haven't it. tried that hard to do it either. Right. Or, you know, like you said, you bought a jacket this year. Well, you yeah. Just go I just bought some pants, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Today. The matching. Hey, well, matching. They are matching. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. That was funny, too, because I was, I was screwing around in runnings while I was on the clock, which is funny. Because, because, well, I had to go to runnings to get a bunch of grass oh, okay. and stuff. So I was there for a reason, okay. but I was like, dude, I need to get some pants. So I was looking at some pants. I was really pants. wondering why you were there in the middle of the day buying all this stuff. Yeah. But. Oh, yeah. Well, we don't have to say stuff okay <laughs> but yes yeah, so i got matching pants now and it says they're water repellent mm-hmm. which is gonna be huge for me tomorrow morning i'm going in you know be interesting going in it's gonna be very wet are you gonna wear it like you have to wear hip boots going in or not? no 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 nope. i wonder if i would just to get to there you think so they're gonna I'm be water to... repellent but well it's raining it's gonna rain all the way up into the morning so yeah it's true it's just it, they are water repellent like when you have water dumped on them but when you keep having grass push against them, that's mm. when they start absorbing stuff. Soaking in. I don't know. Well, you going to wear knee highs I mean, or not? Yeah, that's what I was going to do. Yeah, they might be okay. Well, that grass is really tall. Yeah. I don't know. I'd probably, probably. do it. I'd do it. You can drop them 50 yards from the stand or whatever. <laughs> I'm going to have a wet crotch. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be dry. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's um, funny. That's good. But, yeah. Well, but like I said, you you mm-hmm. now you have a, co- a jacket and a pant. Well, right. next year maybe you want base layers. Or and that's and that's and that's what I'm going for is I'm going to start trying to build into it. And like I said, I do want to get into a nice set. Like you really got me interested in Badlands. Like yep. the whole warrant. I'm a big warranty guy. Yep. When I buy optics or you know like my my binoculars and rangefinder, I only got them because I got a lifetime warranty on yep. them. And dude, I'm going to make a plug right now because you're wearing a Vortex hat, but. I, I'm the same way. I have Vortex, yep. rangefinder, binoculars, and spotting scope. Right. And my, I, I actually, so I was going to upgrade my binoculars because I was like, these things are kind of trash. And I was going to get like a higher end Vortex one. Right. And then I realized that Kyle has the exact same pair as me and I used them all in South Dakota. I'm like, okay, these are really nice. Like what's going on with mine? I realized that my... The prism was out of alignment in my binoculars, so one eye was like always blurry. <laughs> so I called. So you can ship it to Vortex; it's in Wisconsin. But I called him and I was like, "Hey, what's you know, uh, what's going on?" And he's like, "Yeah, just let me fill this out, and I'll send you a prepaid shipping label." They they sent me a prepaid shipping label, and they shipped it back for free. Wow! And instead of me having to, you know, I would think that I I thought I would have had to ship it in to get it fixed. Mm-hmm. They had it fixed and like. Seven days, ten days, I was back in my house. So, right, unbelievable. The customer service is oh, phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> and I do want to say this right quick because I have a really good buddy named Joseph Bernard. Works for Loophold. Okay. Shout out, Joseph. Hey, we take a sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, about just they have the same warranty. I know. I know. I've never, I've never dealt with them. But I've I'd, heard really good things. I about feel them. like that's how a lot of. I this, feel like yeah, a lot of those higher end optics are mm-hmm. going is they have to. Yeah, you have to do because it. you're dropping. I mean, my binoculars four years ago were 200 bucks. Yep. And those were the Diamondback HDs. Yep. 10 by 42s. 
I think the HDs right now are around the same, if not a little cheaper. Yeah, right around 200 I think. So. Yeah, I, think I was going to say. And then, you know, I don't know. I think that's a huge thing is I would – for me, I love binoculars. I never thought I would, especially for bow hunting. Yep. Like, you didn't – you know, when you bow hunt, they should be 40 yards away. Yeah. No, dude. You, where we hunt and how we hunt – binoculars are such a huge role and just even scouting like scouting ducks and geese like oh, to yeah. look across a slough and to be able to be like okay we got green heads pintails you know you're not yeah. just seeing black dots yeah. out there you know what i mean i <laughs> we're off on a tangent but <laughs> yeah i i had garbage trash binoculars they were bsas they were a hundred dollars boy Cabela's. scouts of america i don't know <laughs> they were they were um, they were a hundred dollars at Cabela's, but during like Christmas every year, they'd have a crazy sale. They'd give them away for like 30 bucks. And so they were 10 to 30 by sixties. So they'd zoomed in and these things were huge, but I'm like, geez, I can see far with these. I can see three miles. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's not very clear, but I can see. Right. Uh, that's how my spotting scope is. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, it was, it was, it worked for a while. I just let mm-hmm. them sit in my truck. Now I have, I have Crossfire HDs as binoculars i got diamondbacks as, okay uh, as my spotting scope and then i have the range or the uh, range finder um and i wanted to go up to the vipers in binoculars but now mm. that these ones are fixed i'm like yeah maybe hold on these are nice. a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but i i hunted um eventually we'll probably tell the story but i hunted in wisconsin this past weekend without binoculars and you didn't bring them? I didn't have them yet. They showed up oh, Monday. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so it was interesting. But you felt naked. Yeah, it's just weird. Three days without three days of solid hunting without it. It's, it's weird. Yeah. I love... When I'm sitting in my stand, I look at everything. Yeah. I do. Yeah. You know, because you'd be surprised what you see, mm-hmm. you know, even just looking around. Is that a rub on the tree? True. Oh. Yeah. You know? God, dude, I'm 40 yards from a rub and I didn't even know, right. you know, because yeah. a lot of those places we go, we go in, you know... Hot to trot. Here we are, you know. Yeah. It's a new spot. Let's see what's going on. That's you know? the best part, though, when you said a new spot. And you're like, holy crap, there's a scrape 25 yards away. Yeah, yeah. sweet. Oh, yeah, dude. Because, which is very funny. Because, like, what I'm I'm kind of in a process of trying to shoot a good buck right yeah. now. I found found him. And it was funny. I sent you the Snapchat that night. I'm like, oh, here's a rub. I was on a doe mission. I was like, no. I was like, here's a scrape. We'll see what comes by. If it looks, you know, if it's the right flavor, we'll try to get him, you know. Yeah. I set up 15 yards from it. Boom, dude. <laughs> 40 minutes before dark, I was oh, 70 yards. No, it's, actually, I mapped it. It was 63, 64. Jeez. 64 yards from this buck bedded. I didn't know. He was there all night. You were shooting Matthews. You would have shot him when he stood up. Well, he was kind of – he was in and out of my life pretty okay. quick. Like, he was – he's – he stood up long enough to know, like, holy crap, and then just disappeared, you know. Did big buck things. Yeah. So, but, yeah, we went off on a real tangent. I know. We're that's, getting back to color patterns. That's fun. Patterns now. That's, that's what we're here for. Yeah. Look at all these topics we discover that people don't have to ask about now. I mean. <laughs> they can still ask. Well, yeah, still ask. We, I, we got lots of things we can talk about. Oh, God, we can talk about things twice. I know. <laughs> um, but camel patterns. Like, I'm, I'm not... You know, there's dozens, you know, a lot of them are kind of that tech, I'm going to call it like a techie camel pattern. Yeah, you know? that digital pattern. Yeah. Yep. That's kind of where a lot of things are going. Um, I don't mind it. Remember Do when I think... Sitka first kicked off and it was a honeycomb pattern? Yeah. That was so weird. And See, so this, this is what I was going to say too, is Sitka is a great brand. They oh, have some yeah. amazing clothes, but I think they got a bad rap because 
they well they don't have a terrible rep, but everyone went out and bought it, and just since they thought they had Sitka, they were the biggest baddest. Was, yeah, and, yes. Especially in the waterfall world is yeah. where I've seen it, where people are like, "Oh, I'm 14 and I got Sitka, so yep. I kill more piles than you." Yep. you know? I, Nothing yep. says I'm a goose hunter like a Sitka vest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, tell me I'm wrong. Sitka vest and a black sweatshirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shoot a pile. No, <laughs> and and like you said, it, they do get a bad rap because. Which is crazy to think about is Sitka isn't that old. No. Like, it's very, you know, recent. Yep. Because we, we, we went through the Sitka boom in our day. Yeah. You know, really, is, and that's what it is. Which is funny because, yeah, they do get a bad rap, but, man, their gear from... I've never, I've never been like, oh, he wears Sitka, he's such a, you know... Yeah. No, dude. Like, cool. He has it, I don't, big whoop. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, like I said... My main focus when I was a big waterfall guy is I'm going to learn how to call geese, and I'm going to do it good. Yep. And you know what? At the end of the day, that's what it comes down to for me. Let it speak for itself. Yes, exactly. And you he, he talk about Sitka being new. I think Kuyu, the founder of Kuyu, worked for Sitka and then created Kuyu. So that's even newer. Right. And I think Badlands, is they used to make packs, and they just recently got into the apparel game, like not that long ago, like yeah. within 10 years. And you so, like their stuff a lot. I do. Because yeah. you wore coyote hunting that one time. Yeah. And it was dang cold. Yeah, it was nice. It that, was the, dang their, cold. Their late season stuff, I think they don't even recommend wearing it above freezing. Like if it's 32 it's or above. Hot. Yeah. They, wow. they say you cannot walk to a stand in it. But wow. It's sweet. I, I, I'm gonna, anybody that wants to come and try it on, come over. Honestly. Hell yeah. Honestly. Um, but do I think the camel? I like the camel pattern of mm-hmm. Badlands. I like Sitka. You know, Sitka's got some nice looking camel pattern. I like the Huntworth, dude. Yeah, I like that. That's one. a really cool. unique pattern. Do do I think it's gonna make you blend into a tree more? No. I don't know. <laughs> no, and I will never. You can write this down, anybody. You can take my word on this. I will never rely on a camel pattern killing me a deer, right? Or a bird, or anything. Yeah, it just comes down to don't move, be in the right spot. Have cover. Yeah. Simple as that. There. Not that I know a lot about, about that. Because, like, I've only killed one deer with my bow. Yeah. I've had a lot of opportunities. Don't kid yourself. But I've had a lot of trial and error. I've had a lot of trial and error. And if you ain't, my boss says this, if you ain't learning, you ain't living. Mm-hmm. So. It's a good, good life model. Mm-hmm. Now, the only good. thing that I would say is, um, you know, in a tree, doesn't matter that much. Probably not. Mm-mm. If you're wearing all black in a tree, maybe. Or yeah. The thing is, like you said, don't move. If you're not moving, they're probably not going to see you. Yeah. But what if you're wearing all black in a cattail swamp? That's a little... If yeah, you're at eye bat- level... Oh. Well, I, a duck, goose, deer, yeah. anything, you mm-hmm. know. Um, if, you're, if you're a black blob, it's going to stick out a little more. Right. Um, but... Goes back, but to- yeah, and like like we talked about before, is I always try to keep something in between me and the deer, so I have something to hide behind, yep, or have something to bust up my outline, because I think silhouettes, you know, when you're in a tree stand, silhouette that your silhouettes what gets you the yep. most, you know, is if they see that, well, what is that? So I don't know. That's fun. I'm not buying one. I like I said, I don't buy clothes because of the camera pattern. I right. buy it because I want it to work for yes, me. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And that's where, you know, like I said, I just kind of took a, a slight dive. wouldn't even say a dive. I'd say like, you know, dipping, you know, dip, dip my toes. toes yeah. yeah. Um, with the Huntworth stuff, 
um, my biggest thing is just being windproof, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, I don't go out there fully dressed. Right. And if I can stay windproof while I'm out there, we'll be all right. Yeah. And at, like I said, it's a mental game. <laughs> it's yeah. what it comes down to for me. Yeah. You know, I don't care how cold my feet are. I don't care <laughs> whatever. I'm going to just sit there. I'm going to breathe, grit my teeth. And you know what? We're going to sit it out. Looks because, like you need some heated insoles. Nice. Oh, dude. And because I always tell myself this too is it's not going to hurt when you're done. No. It's just it just hurts right now. You, you know, that was you're you're a hundred percent right. It, you know, it is all mental and I know there's a lot of like quotes mm-hmm. about that. But you gotta know when to wrap it up. Well that <laughs> but even like it's just weird to me because I'm like we've talked about in the past where we we haven't really done a lot of that December or late November. I do a lot of coyote hunting though. Right. True, <laughs> but I was. But then you can get up and move around. You don't really care to, right. you know. But dude, you're not when stuck. it is when it is negative fifteen out and you're ripping on a because I only run hand calls. Yeah, and so I have to bear. And people use gloves drives me nuts. Like you and camel patterns drives me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> drives me nuts. It muffles it. I hate it. it does not sound crisp and clean. Yeah. Just drives me crazy. You gotta you gotta be a man. You gotta grip it and rip it, dude. Bare skin. I don't care how cold it is. You just gotta freaking go. Yeah. You know. Sounds better. Yeah. <clears throat> so, sorry, that was my little... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't even know I'm where I was I'm very passionate at, about that. Yeah. What I was going to say is going out, like like we talked about before, that I, we haven't hunted a lot late season deer mm-hmm. hunting. Right. Um, and just the other day when I was sitting in the stand and it was 35 degrees or whatever, it was pretty cold. Right. And, and I had a pile of deer tags in my pocket. <laughs> I... I didn't want to shoot a doe because I was like, you know what this entails, like how miserably cold it's going to be to get this stupid thing out of here and how terrible this hike is going to be. And that, I was like, that's a terrible mindset to have. Like you're there for one reason and you're yeah. talking yourself out of killing a deer. I didn't see the well, deer that I wanted to kill. But yeah, I was like, that's what it comes down my, to. My thing is, you know, shooting a deer at zero degrees my hands are going to be dang cold when I'm dragging that thing out. Like, you've got it, dude. and then you got to drag that stupid thing out of there. Once you get moving, though. Yeah, true. Get the blood pumping. It helps. It's that time after you set your bow down or take your stand down, mm-hmm. that's when your hands are like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's just what I've had to deal with anyways on the cold days. That's why I was I was going back to it's all mental, you know. That's yeah, it, it is. It, it really is. You know, like we say, you got to want it. You also, you know, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. Being, growing up wrestling, I wrestled for 13 years of my life. Like, wrestling is, how do they say it, 80% mental and 40% physical. 80 and 40? That's what they say. <laughs> I know, that's, you know, or whatever. It was on the Little Giants or okay. whatever. It was, it's just a funny little quote. But, no, and, you know, it's, I've said this, I actually, in football practice one time, had a little freak out because we were just being babies and whatever. I said, it's not hard to try hard. It's not. No. It really isn't. No. You know, when it comes down to it, you just try hard. How hard is it to just try hard? You know? And like anything, it's just, if you just put your head down and go, you get your mind out of what, like, yeah, you think about it, you think about it more. Oh my God, I can feel the heartbeat in my toes. Like, oh, this hurts. <laughs> oh my God. Like, the True. more you think about it, it's not going to get better. It, yeah. The thing you just do, you just take a deep breath. It takes one minute to shoot a big deer. Mm-hmm. I don't know a lot about it, 
but I know it takes one yeah. minute. From when you see them, whatever. Yeah. It just takes a minute. It takes 30 seconds. It takes five seconds. Whatever. Yeah. However you want to say it. It's just in an instant it can change. And the longer you're out there, the more chances you give yourself. And it just comes down to that. That's true. You know? Yeah. So. I'd say just breathe. Just breathe, Pick man. your spot and go. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I just, I, just, I should have done that a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but we're getting up there. So what what were these things that you want to talk about? Do you even remember them anymore? Yeah, no. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> I mean, we talked about a lot. Yeah. You know, I think it's like, like I said last week. It's that time of year. It's, yeah. If you can get out and this is the the time longer of the you year. can sit, the better you can do. Don't be afraid to do a little tickle of the rattling antlers oh, if yeah. you're you know if you're into that. You know, Especially. this is the time to do it. Yeah. You know, and I'm gonna bring them with me tomorrow. I was thinking definitely. about cutting some antlers off these heads here just to bring them with. No, dude. No, I'm not going to. I got a rattle today. Hey, but <laughs> you working tomorrow, right? Yeah. When you shoot shoot here tomorrow, County I can Road Two, County Road Two. Okay. South. Or a I should say there? east of Fifty Nine. There was. Okay. And he was eight down at the spine. Ooh. Nice buck. Really? Yeah. And you didn't take the antlers out. Well, I was in a work truck. Oh. I didn't think it would look good. Okay. I didn't have anything to cut him off, anyways. <laughs> So, no, and this is the time, you know, to get out. And, and I'm super fired up. My uncle's coming out. My dad's coming out. We're going to have a little fun. Bart might be showing up. Hey, mm-hmm. you know, dude's going to be getting after it. Got a whole crew chasing the public Dude, land it's, giants. Uh, I don't know. I just hope we get a deer. I'm, I'm really looking just forward one? to it. Yeah. You're going to have yours tomorrow. Oh, right? yeah. I'll be done tomorrow. Uh-huh. So that's just what that I, is. I know. I know you're fired up today. I, I'm still fired up. I'm... I'm mediocrely. I'm. I'm excited. Dude's been. I'm, hey, dude's I'm, been stressed out all week. I'm a little stressed. He's been like just, you know, what do you want to call I'm, it? I don't even know. Steady Eddie all well, week, just hanging out. You know like, why? What's going on with this guy? I, <laughs> I may have made the wrong decision last weekend. Don't you even know? think about that anymore. <laughs> you know how many wrong decisions we make walking well, out to a tree stand? True. You don't think of I, that? I think. Well, I don't think it was a wrong decision. I think it was a great decision. Yeah. But. I'm excited. I'm super excited. I think it's gonna. I told someone at work yesterday. I think there's a 95 percent chance I kill a deer in the next in this next week. Oh yeah. It's. I mean, perfect weather. Perfect weather for the gun hunters coming up too. They're gonna. <sighs> they're gonna have a crazy season. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be per, especially around here. All the crops are out. Mm-hmm. Molt 98 percent or whatever. And the beets are what's holding everything up. Yeah. Well, I mean, really, that's yeah. what you see the majority of. Yeah. I think. I. Uh, I think they're gonna have a stellar year. I'm yeah. hoping I can start the year off and get my year done before that. But um, it's it's time. It's the time you wait for all year. Yep. And it came it's, way faster than I thought dude, it would. Dude, that's what I'm saying. I feel like it was just two days ago. It was July, and I was glassing velvet bucks. Yeah. You know Honestly, what I mean? We, yeah, it feels like we just had the conversation. Good Lord. I don't know. I'm excited. Me too. And we got we got some people. I talked to shout out Taylor Larson. Dude shot a toad. That's a nice buck. Toad, dude. Um, I talked to him, and he uh, hopefully we can line it up where he can get on. He's he said he'd do it. It's just you know work schedules and life, and he's got two kids, and that's just the way it goes. But yeah. I'd love to get him on, and so he can talk. He's he's dude. He's got some big ones on the wall. Yeah, he does. It's sweet. Um, yeah, and and if, and if you guys. You don't know anybody or you yourself think, you know, it'd be cool to come on and talk. Hey, hit us up. Yeah. You know, we're always down to clown. That's what oh, I yeah. say. You know, it's, it's not, you know, we're not too serious. We're pretty, pretty mellow. Yeah. And we just like talking, hunting and 
all things. I just, love hearing your yeah. stories. And you guys want to start, you know, let us know what you want to hear because unless you don't, unless you tell us, you're just going to have to listen to what <laughs> yeah. we have to say, you know? <laughs> and we got a lot to say. Oh, so. yeah. That'll never run dry. There's, there's, a, there's a few good bucks killed last weekend. Oh, yeah. See those other mm-hmm. ones around here. Yeah, Wyatt shot a good one. Taylor shot a good one. And Jace. Jace? Oh yeah, I don't know him that well, but he just named. Oh yeah, I did actually shot a picture of that. Yeah, and actually Dakota sent me a picture of another guy. After, she was busy or something. But yeah, they're falling. They are. And I got a lot of daylight pictures. I was very close Sunday night. Yeah, very close. I know you're going. I was a zig when he should have zigged. Yeah. And Cody doesn't name deer, but... I did. I named him. Yeah. So you know I'm not going to shoot him. Yeah. That's just how it goes. But you're only going to hunt him for, what, one more this day? Is, yeah, it's my last day to hunt him. And or then, tomorrow morning is my last morning to hunt him. Then yeah. I'm, I'm relocating. Switching it up. Yep. Going back to the good stuff. Yep. Going back to where old, old What's-His-Nuts got away from me. Yeah. So... Did you name that one, too? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I forgot his name. That's fine. That's good. I did, too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to think about it. Mm-hmm. No, and like I said, I'm I'm super stoked. It's gonna be a fun weekend. I I got off tomorrow through Monday, so Are you gonna keep Monday after you shoot a deer? What if you shoot a deer tomorrow? You can work Friday or not? Well you work don't work Friday, Friday so work Friday. Friday. <laughs> No, um if I shoot a deer tomorrow or at any point before Monday I'm gonna work Monday. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Unless you need help then I'll No, that's my plan too. I'm going i I'll shoot one Sunday probably. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday I'm gonna Why'd well, you wait till Sunday, dude? That's when, the cold, <laughs> that's when the cold fronts come in. I know, but I might you. I'm I'm going all in, dude. I I was at Walmart today. I'm probably gonna sit all days, all days for five days straight, dude. That's a grind. Do you have that's a, a do you have a phone charger? <laughs> yeah, I just bought one. Okay, I ordered good. one. I ordered. I had a solar charger. Left it in my truck last year. Froze solid. So oh, nice. And then the solar panel doesn't keep it up enough to charge my phone. So I ordered a new one. It's not coming until this next week. So that does me no good. So I ran to Walmart and got one. So you have Um, two now. I'll have two. I'll sell. I'm gonna return my other one. But um, yeah, I I'm stacked up, ready to go, ready for my day. Dude's gonna be making sandwiches. I I, that's what I bought. (laughs) Yeah, I bought some stuff to make sandwiches. It's that is a mental game if you're sitting a tree stand for ten hours or whatever. I've only done it like once for sure. I don't think I don't think I've only ever done it once. Yeah, I did it a couple times last year. Well, it's maybe a grind. Or I hunt all day and I just relocate. Like I'd yeah. walk to the other side. Oh yeah, stands. if you're calling that all day sits, then yeah, I've done a lot uh, of them. Well, you, you know. you're still hunting all day. Right. You're just going to hunt a different piece of the property mm-hmm. where it works a little better. But yeah, um, I'm excited. Me too. I, I'll be calling you to let my dogs out, but that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I mean seriously. Yeah. Other than that, well, should we wrap this thing up? I think so. All right. Well, it's on you, man. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Next week, we're going to have probably a pile of deer killing stories because I think Cody's got four or five, six people coming to hunt yes, deer. Yes, sir. So we're going to have a, quite a few. I should have one down. If not, we're going to have some sad stories. We, that's almost a given. Someone's yeah. going to have a bad day. Oh, dude. Uh, hopefully no one goes swimming. But, <laughs> yeah. I'll definitely swim. Yeah, we'll see. Need to. Uh, as we always say, you got to want it. Amen.